Robin Hood himself formed a fellowship of comrades in the Greenwood, right? The merry men of England to solve a problem. Tyranny in England. Do the same. Form your merry men of England of all these different types of bloody trade. Right? Friar Tuck, Little John, find your Little John, find your Friar Tuck, find your Will Scarlet. This phenomena is uniquely English. Like a lot of Anglo-Saxon words, fellowship is a compound word of fellow and ship. And think about ship, right? It's, it's sort of a communal spirit. The club is a communal spirit. The institution is a communal spirit. And all these things, in England at least, began bottom up. You're all on a ship together. It has its own direction, right? A ship goes somewhere. I'd say there's two sorts of fellowship. Fellowships are meaning, where it's about self-improvement. And then there is, I'd call that what, like a, a club of um, a greenwood, really. And so the other type of fellowship you, is really, is the problem-solving one, right? So the fellowship of, fellowship of the dragon slayer or a fellowship of greenwood. Those are th I would draw those two distinctions. How does it begin? How does it spontaneously emerge? A breach is in the continuity, right? In the order of the place, a need or a problem. And they're going to a place where they commune with people, like a pub, where you can reveal the truth. And the ultimate revealing of the truth is throwing the barbs, right? The flaws in each other, the flaws in the land. You make a joke about it. You start thinking, well, that actually is a problem, isn't it? We might need to address that problem. They start to conspire. And a conspiracy, it's like a conspiracy to solve the problem. Is there someone doing this? No one's doing this. No one's going to do this. There's no top-down state thing to do it. So we'll have to do, we'll have to solve this problem. He's distributing the burden of the cognition to everyone. You're creating a sort of corporal spirit, a corporate spirit together, on a ship together, to move towards a direction to solve a problem. And that's the whole of the British Empire was made that way. And it's a uniquely British phenomenon when you look across the place, Australia, New Zealand, America. It's not like in France, they had salons, right? Which were sort of, women were, were a major, were the big part of that sort of thing. Or you look, you go to London in St. James Square and you see the great clubs like the East India Club with their mighty facades on the front and the Anatheum Club and how beautiful and big they are. They all started with just a group of chads, right? A group of normal chaps. The Royal Society, all these group, you know, the Science Society, all these things started as these tiny things like Churchill had a dining club. Right, and so much great stuff was done that dining club, like Darwin, uh, and all these scientists had this other club that they it's called Club X, and they worked out a lot of their stuff of what they were doing there, right, to fix these problems. The common law is the same way, right? It wasn't a law made from on high; it was it began as a very Anglo-Saxon thing. Judges appointed in the local would f would use their own moral imperatives to make a decision on something, not following some communist writ of here's the law from on high. It's like the decisions of the local, and then they refer to old decisions on similar things that there isn't a decision about this new emergent phenomena, right, this new dragon, then he will use his judgment to make a decision of what's fair on the ground. And that becomes a precedent that they use, right? That's the same behavior. That's the next level up, though, propositional. Deeper down is what I'm talking about at the pub, where the free association of people to solve problems driven by our normative and narrative order.
you see all these institutions have been corrupted, right? So what is the solution to that? A friend of mine told me, right, how he defeated one of these sort of communist takeover institutions in art in America. I can't remember the exact institution, but it's now the pinnacle of that, the top of it, of the authority. And I asked him, how did he do it? How did he do it to take over this whole space? And he said to me, is that from the start, we treated ourselves as, as if we were the authority on this thing. So every paper they put out was as if they were the top of the hierarchy. Everything they did with that confidence and little by little they completely overran the other ones because they were providing for the real need. They were actually slaying the dragon. So even though the institutions might exist in name only, like the National Trust, and you can see that's being taken over by other people, you build another one with a conspiracy together, like Peter Thiel talks about. I mean, a club ability, you can see where entrepreneurship comes out of this club ability, right? And he talks about entrepreneurship and startups as that conspiracy based on business. Same sort of thing. I forget about the institutions. I know we worship these institutions and people go after these institutions thinking, I want to earn these statues. And I've won a national award, right? In directing. I understand. But those things are meta objects. And so many people now, especially these days, look and they want the rewards of the meta object. Right, so they can be praised and be the locus of all the praise of the experience and looking up to the authority. That's not how we built this whole thing. And I think we really need to venerate this. Venerate the clubbing, though. Venerate the amateur, right? Because we were built by amateurs. Like an amateur together in fellowship defeats the professional every time. Their greatest feats, the Inklings, were not in the areas, really, of, the, of their professorships. C.S. Lewis, a lay preacher, Right, a novelist. He wasn't a novelist, but he had the like relative, strange, interesting uh, things pushed together. Like Owen Barfield, these guys are all very different people. Like they had actors turn up to the Inklings, artists, right, rhetoricians, politicians, uh, theologians would be a part of this, right? All pushed together and influenced each other in their amateurist, amateurishness, and in their expertise in all these different walks of life. I think about Fellowship of the Ring, distant companions, friends of old, coming together for a mission. Because we see Robin Hood doing it with a merry man. He recruits them all in the legends, right? Comes together. He's not even the best of them. Robin Hood's not, he's, he loses to all of them. Because they have a unique skill set in what they do when he challenges them, right? He's just the guy that brings them together, and that's what he's good at. I mean, I, I remember going to Oxford, right? You go to all the places that uh, C.S. Lewis and all these famous people built it. It's not the same. You think, where's the magic that the Inklings had? Where's the magic? Well, you can't build it in the same place again, right? But you can build, you build your own meaning and your own magic with fellowship. You can find arenas that suit what you're trying to do. Like, what really helped me in my life uh, is, is actually, okay, so you're trying to do something, you're trying to create a practice in yourself. What is the agent supposed to do when he's learning this practice? Say it might be, oh, I'm trying to meditate or trying to learn the longbow. Pick a certain place that is the arena for that new practice you're trying to learn. So when you go there, your cognition has this enacted metaphor of seeing the place you're in and brings back immediately what you're supposed to do. Like, say you were doing like a Greenwood, you were doing like a Greenwood, building a Greenwood fellowship like what this is, right? On the local though, where you can meet together and sort of commune with great works of, of the culture and understand your culture, right? Well, I mean, you choose an arena that is a good match for that, 
But that's everywhere. You can find a Victorian pub that has the right feel for it, or find a place of like neo-Gothic structure that has that's all over England, for instance. And even in Australia and New Zealand, there's plenty of places and pubs that are old that have that feel. So, but you don't have to do that. But you build your own inklings, build your own, and the magic will be there. You make your own meaning. Say there was a, fel- a fellowship of the Protestants now corrupted, right? An institution of whatnot. What's really important is to look at their procedures. What were the ways, the practices they enacted that made them what they are? Like, say, for the Inklings, for instance, right? What were they actually doing? How often were they meeting? What was the procedure of of the place they were in, right? If you want the similar results that they got, it's like the Inklings, for instance, would meet twice a week. At night, they would meet in the pub. They would meet in the pub. And they would share works that are not finished. They are practicing courage in something that's unfinished amongst their their amateur colleagues to be criticized. So that every time you're walking into the unknown, that's a training in doing that. And then you're getting all the best of their ideas, right? So you're learning how to take the criticism and in a perfect place for it, because that's what the pub is, a place where you throw barbs, right, to reveal the truth. They were bearing their weaknesses to each other. Like in The Green Knight I talk about, they were holding up the weaknesses. Well, they're holding up themselves for their weaknesses to be revealed. These guys debated a bit of sport, a bit of like Oxford Union style, you know, to take a bit of joke and be open to that because that's what you have to do in the world. There's a lot going on now when people are talking about in the meaning crisis and people say, oh, let's not have a debate, let's have a dialogue. So yes, I agree. But in a private space that's not recorded... You want a bit of that, because it's a bit of the unknown, it's a bit of the dragon. If everyone's super ultra nice to each other, constantly complimenting each other, I think that can lead to another type of inflation, in a way, where you start to actually believe the lies of that, that you might be better than you actually are, all of you, because you're not throwing a little bit of the barb. So the arena of the pub is important, I think, for what the Inklings did. If men want to freely associate together... There's nothing wrong with that. If they don't want, there's a different dynamic when a female is in a group. And that's not to say females can have their own groups. That's fine. They do. But don't tell men they have to, right? If they want to, and it's good for them, then tough titties. But say you're forced to, and say a woman does join a club of people that men want to be there. That thing that they want to disappears anyway. You don't want to join these clubs because people are in them, you know? You're not there for that. But you can if you want, but it's more like what are the types of people that are there? That's the kind of spirit and ship I want to be on. Not because, oh, that might be able to be a way for me to climb something, right? Better better for it to be these are the types of people I want to be around, right? That are interested in the similar things. That's why I want to join. I mean, I know we do have to network and do stuff like that, but I think when you're going to a place, you really need to go there with the right intention, be listening. People will recognize it anyway. You're there to commune with the spirit of the ship that the fellows are on. That's what you want to figure out, that thing, and what you can add to that direction. Is this feeling that, oh, we've discovered everything here on Earth. You can't go out and can't be a knight. Everything's done. Everyone's done it before. No, but endlessly new dragons emerge to go slay. You just need to see it in the right way and to uncover where they might be. Okay, what's going on? Find the well. One way of doing it is looking in the taboo. What people have declared, oh, that's PC or taboo. Hmm, there might be something here. Under this, an opportunity. And that opportunity is a need that you're trying to fix. A problem that emerges, which is what we used to do. New frontiers emerge in stagnating 
industries or corrupted ones that are infected with like an intersectional parasite, for instance. New frontiers appear there spontaneously together form a fellowship to address that problem. It's, it's in the culture that believes we can solve our problems, climbing Everest. That were groups of people that thought, let's do this, lads, let's do this, chaps. Like the expedition to, um, that failed expedition to, <laughs> failed, yeah, that failed expedition to the Antarctic. They probably were in a club, they were in a club, having a cigarette or a cigar and a scotch and thinking, we could do, we should do this, we should go down there and explore this and try do this. So I want to exchange amateur for auteur because England and Britain were built by groups of amateurs who were the authors of England, like Lord Kelvin, these, these people who, who, who not dabbled, but they weren't in a professional class, right? They didn't go get the, the certificate in this to go do that, but they learned it, became an expert in it. They are more powerful than the professional class. Right, these clubs and groups of amateurs who built the place. Because what are they, really? That's what an entrepreneur is. They form a club that goes out to make business. They are groups of amateurs, right? And they built the world. Elon Musk is more impressive, probably even as an engineer, than MIT graduates. They're practical. They're on the ground, right? They're practicing something, not being academically awarded something, then doing it. And look how many people, a lot of it comes from jealousy. This sort of institutional, oh, but you haven't got this. this you haven't got this, this degree and this like I do. Well, really, no, it's because you aren't earning any money. You're poor. You're not being listened to. So you try to use that to, br to push them down, right? To push them down. There's definitely that spirit of elitism in that, in the, especially in the most corrupted institutions there is. We do need some of those people in those institutions. That's fine. You need experts who are approved by certain things, especially in like you know, the top hard sciences. Fine, fine. I get it. I get it. But you're not solving the problems, are you, either? Like when you do too much of that, you don't have a Lord Kelvin. You don't have these people that sort of came up, right? You don't have a, 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 some of these early scientists were all amateurs. They were all guys that came together to form the Royal Society, did some of the greatest stuff, the greatest revolution. And it seems like this Frenchish style, top-downness, is not actually solving all these problems. Physics hasn't moved forward. And they are even trying to work out together. You've got people in these institutions are like, hmm, we need to build fellowships, right? <laughs> That's, they're like, oh, this isn't working in this institutional framework. I need to go outside of it as a side project to work this out. It's like all these people and sit in these silly bureaucratic jobs that assess the value of things. All that shit was made by amateurs. The cathedral, those people that judge things, made nothing. Made nothing. They just have a bureaucrat's job and they work for an overlord and a multi-armed octopus that controls all of it. <laughs> you might look at elites. Like You don't get elites by trying to join the elites, right? Forget that. Be an amateur. They were chads. They weren't weak. Like... Amateur is a French word. Gentleman is a French word. It kind of has a to it, you know. You know the Chad ships of England are mighty, and they still can be. They were be. They built the place. We built the modern world. Isn't that story inspiring? That friend, that friend I told you about. That, that we need that confidence. He talks about. It's like we are the authority, especially when the thing has lost its way. When you see a whole stagnating thing, where all the institutions that give the bar of something that say oh this is normative this is this is the level that's good 
when they've lost their way, it's like perfect. That's an opportunity. Use that authority, that confidence in everything you do. It's like we need that back again. But yeah, no one was in this space when I was when I started this project, this Greenwood project in 2018. People would talk about England in terms of the co oh, it's the law, it's the common law. Like you look at Scru Scruton's book, Robin Hood is not even mentioned in Roger Scruton's book on England. And people, I see people now to like would talk about Robin Hood and talk about about in relation to our impulsions and why we act the way we do. <laughs> this is where it comes from, this project, right, explicating it. I only mentioned that because I'm recommending you do the same thing, right? Find a problem. People will see that you're onto something and they'll start, they might not credit you for it, but they'll see that you're onto something and they'll start talking about it and they'll come to your course, convince people. If you're, find the dragon, develop an expertise around it, build fellowships. I didn't have to sort of do this kind of work, right? I was happy, you know, making films, but make, say, when you make films, they're very individualistic, right? It's about you, but something higher and divine in the culture. It's like a duty. You're trying to perform a duty around a problem and a need as it relates to your culture. And you can do the same thing. It's very meaningful, that kind of work, even if it's a small problem, could be anything. It's our greatest heroes. It's all nested in. It's our greatest stories that the ethic is nested in, that the moral order, the impulsions that are under all that stuff, the law, the common law, the institutions, that's what we're after. Explicate these sort of more, the categorical imperatives using philosophy and psychology and studying that and writing and doing that work to try write the book that I've been working on and also to build it, build it and find the use of those tools to try find practices in that work to generate meaning for all of us. It's like it's been the water we've been drinking for too long that we don't even see it. Now we do, and so now's the chance to do it when we're in such a crisis to see the things that have been always been implicit to us from which all we have done comes from. All, this is how we do it, forming the fellowships. An Englishman, an American must form and cultivate fellowships Dragon Slaying Fellowships, Greenwood Fellowships. This one is both. It's meaning making, but it's also towards something. It's towards saying the way, the way, a fellowship of the way, a believing that you can do it together and realizing that only you are going to be the person to do it and your comrades. Don't get in the habit of thinking the government can fix it because they never did. England was built by us, was built bottom up. Britain, the British Empire was built bottom up by chads, the chads of England. We still have the exact same impulsions to build these fellowships. The same impulsions exist are within us, the patterns of behavior. The impulsions are still inside us for now, for now. To go too far and they're not. Go too long and they're not. Yes, the institutions are all gone, but that's all on the surface. That's the propositional layer of things, right? The way or the procedures that are nested in the narrative and normative order are still there for the most part, for now, if we act, if we understand how to act. And so I say to you, Englishmen, Australians, Canadians, Americans, cultivate mighty fellowship of arms, generate expertise in these areas, around a problem, be an author of our destiny, form your own conspiracy and live the meaningful life and dare greatly to believe in that conspiracy to solve and destroy and fight that dragon.